Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Cloud Wars Live. We are exploring the digital revolution and the remarkable changes this has brought about in our work lives, our personal lives, everywhere in between. Now, one of the things about exploring new adventures like this is you need to remember what you learned about these new adventures or what you intend to learn as you go forward. And so our good friend, Bonnie Tinder, the founder and CEO of Raven Intelligence, is going to come up with some tips today to help us avoid a certain type of amnesia that can sometimes plague folks in the tech industry and business people working on these projects. Bonnie, it's great to see you. Great to see you too, Bob. Uh, so we're kicking off 2024 and you've got some always, as always, good ideas, solid, practical, valuable, compelling ideas to help people move forward into the new year with some uh, with some not just good intentions, but good outcomes. Um, Bonnie, what is this malady of IT amnesia? How does it hit and how dangerous is it? Should I be afraid? <laughs> um, there isn't actually a medication for it, but there are some ways to guard against IT amnesia <laughs> syndrome. Um, and if you think about like the term amnesia, that essentially means memory loss. So if you had a medical condition, um, where you have amnesia, you're forgetting things. And um, it certainly happens in the world of IT and uh, software projects. And you know, from where I sit, we look at the outcome of these digital transformation projects every single day at Raven Intelligence. And this idea of IT amnesia syndrome mm -hmm. is a big issue. Right. And um, what happens during IT amnesia syndrome is post-project, the team members often move on and they're uh, doing other things. They check the box, we, the box. We went live. It was successful. We ran a project just uh, swimmingly well. And then, um, you know, as a result of that success, they might have gotten promoted to their next project, they have may have moved on into a different role entirely. And um, what is left over is a system and a set of processes that soon um, can, uh, you know, rot essentially yeah. because yeah. there's a lack of documentation and the lack of good knowledge transfer. Um, so this IT amnesia syndrome is, is a big reason that we see digital projects that would have been otherwise successful fail in the 11th hour uh, or the 12th hour, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and uh, so it, it really, um, it's it's something to, to be conscious of and to guard against if you're going through any project internally, really. But, you know, it, it sounds like from your description that there there's a point at which a project to be fully successful has to make an evolution into a process right, to become internalized and embedded. And is it a time of year thing? Like years we're starting in January, this maybe is a, a vulnerable time for it? Without a doubt. Um, and it, it doesn't even have to limit itself to a project around, you know, software. It really can be any large scale change internally. You think about where we are, um, you know, in mid-December, you know, now through, let's say the second week of January, so many people are on holidays yeah. or, you know, half of the group is on holidays one week, the next is on the other. And there's really not a lot of cohesion that's happening internally. And by the time that you get back as a group, second week of January, 
um, people have forgotten about all this great stuff that these great resolutions yeah. that you came up with before everybody left for the holidays and you're having to sort of start over again. So the way that I think about this yeah. is in my personal life, when I take all of my Christmas decorations down, it's really tempting to just sort of throw it all in the same box and get it done and uh -huh. get it put away. And yet if I do that without labeling things and without putting everything in its own specific box, and sometimes I even take pictures. So I remember, you know, next, uh, you know, December 1st, what my setup looked like. I will so easily forget what yeah. I did last year. And so I think it's the same idea where it's so easy once Christmas is over or the holidays are over to throw all of those decorations in a box and, you know, put it away till next year. Um, but then you're left really having to undo so much, you know, maybe your Christmas lights are half lit at that point when it comes time to do it again. And it's the exact same concept with these projects internally, without good documentation, without really organizing things as, you know, as, as the, the project timeframe is put away, um, you know, things can really get disorganized and, and you can undo all the good that you'd you did in the course of the project if you don't organize things right. Yeah. Um, Bonnie, it, you know, I think at any point, you know, I was um, at the introduction here, I was, you know, kidding about it a little bit, but there's just no time, no, uh, there's no uh, lag time here. And there, there's, there's no opportunity. There's no slack for mistakes these days. There's so many things moving so quickly and these things that were IT projects that used to have an isolated uh, level of impact, what somebody the other day talked about, the blast radius, you know, was small. Well, now all these things being interconnected as people look for this end-to-end -end sort of digital business, um, this is a serious problem now. If people come into the new year and like you're saying, it's like, well, wait, what was that? And, you know, how did we get that going? And didn't somebody else take care of that and move that forward? So. I think the implications of what you're describing here are going to get more and more serious as time goes on and things change just so profoundly and so quickly. Yeah. And it is rare that these projects happen in an isolated box. Mm -hmm. So much of the time you have a project that needs to then build upon itself to get you to the next level. And, you know, if you just try to go, um, and pick up where you left off, and yet you're missing team members, you're missing the good documentation, phase two of that project is going to fail because phase one really wasn't transitioned properly. Mm -hmm. And um, you know that's why, Bob, as you mentioned, um, this, this can be a, a big issue. And it's something that you know really is, is fairly simple to guard against. And it's not very expensive to guard against. It just needs to be intentional and there needs to be a, a process around it um so bonnie how would you describe that antidote how do you how do you uh put this uh make sure that people take their medicine and and follow the new prescriptions yeah yeah so you know i think that recognizing why it happens um is important you know i mentioned some of these factors before but this idea of employee turnover um, is one. So when you have people who leave a project, turnover is going to be a project. And, you know, hopefully they're leaving at the end of the project as opposed to midstream. 
So I think, you know, a way that you can guard against that is a good succession plan. And you should have that succession plan in place really even before the project starts, because as we know, turnover during a project is, is a reality. Um, so having that succession plan put in place, who is going to be our team that's going to take this to, you know, once we have checked all of our boxes and take it to the next level, having that team in place and identified before um, you actually do that yeah. turnover is a big one. So that that uh, high turnover or a turnover of, of actual people um, is, is one of the reasons that leads to this. The second one is a lack of documentation or a culture of documentation. And these projects happen rapidly. They happen uh, very dynamically. And so this idea of having documentation in place, um, you know, is slows the process down, quite frankly, because you have to have everything, you know, um, written out or, um, you know, put in an archive of mm -hmm. some way. And as yeah. we know, that so, things change all the time. Yeah. On the other hand, having um, documentation as a fundamental part of the process and a shared repository where your documents are stored in an organized fashion. I mean, sometimes it's the devils and the details. Yeah. Where are we putting all of our documents for this particular project? Is it in our SharePoint? Is it, you know, in Notion? I mean, where are we housing everything so that, you know, if we all got hit by a bus, some new group could come in and immediately, uh, mm -hmm. you know, have uh, what what we've um, we've put in place in terms of documentation. That's a big deal. So documentation and a culture of documentation, making sure that everybody knows that it's not good enough to check a box. Yes, you have to check the box and have the documentation um, to, you know, to um, ensure that process will happen in the future as well. Uh, so that's the second thing. Third reason that these this IT amnesia happens is silos. Yeah. And so much of the time, these projects are done sort of in a, a uh, you know, again, a box sort of environment where it's a team. Maybe it's just even IT or maybe it's just HR, the functional area who's on the team. So that can very quickly become a silo of expertise. And so this idea of ensuring really good communication across functional areas so that, you know, it's not just an IT project. This project has collaboration from all of these functional heads and other internal stakeholders. Whoever is going to be a, you know, have this project um, impact them in their daily lives or employees' daily lives, they should have representation on the team itself yeah. to ensure that that silo process doesn't happen. And the silo leads to this IT amnesia because, you know, as soon as that silo changes and it quickly can, then um, again, all of the all of the work that was done, you know, quickly can fall apart without that silo in place. It happened, you know, you know, things grow and, and all of that. Silos never grow with the organization. So yeah. no silos, silos are bad. Cross-functional groups is a, is a way to to really counterbalance uh, this this challenge. Bonnie, I wanted to ask, I mean, th these are all great uh, approaches to avoid the, the challenge that you, or the difficulty that you've outlined here. But the one when you talked about documents and be able to find them, is there a way that 
uh, AI or Gen AI can help with that? Should we be able to, you know, get that document type culture more set in place? It is amazing. The productivity that we have now with generative AI and documentation, it almost makes this process like, like a billion times easier okay. to ensure because, you know, it helps anybody who isn't naturally a, a writer. And most of us aren't quite frankly, but it allows people to take sort of their, their script, their, their scribed, uh, you know, set of notes or processes that may not look great to read in the first place and have chat GPT really make sure that they're, um, you know, grammatically correct, easy to read in a format that can be digested by others. Now, does that mean you can just like throw the keys to chat GPT and expect them to you know, write something that is accurate? No. On the other hand, it can help increase your productivity in the process, yeah. reduce the amount you're manually typing stuff. You give it, you know, here's what I need documented or here's the general steps and then have it create, you know, a document and then you check it, but it gets you from point A to point C so much faster than you doing all of that writing. So documentation and generative AI, Bob, I'm, I'm so glad you brought it up. It yeah. makes it so much easier now. Yeah. And Bonnie, let me ask you one other sort of follow up on this, because it sounds like um, there this is not necessarily a top down thing. Everybody has to take ownership for the overcoming the challenges that you've outlined here. But is this something that more managers should take to heart and take full responsibility for ensuring that these very practical and doable solutions that you proposed uh, move from the, you know, solutions or the, you know, from the theoretical stage into actually being done? Absolutely. This is not something that happens at a single level within the pro within, you know, the project. It happens at all levels. And, and quite frankly, some of the, you know, the higher leads on the project aren't the ones who are doing the documentation. They just need to, though, ensure that it's actually happening. Yeah. So whoever is assigned a process, part of those process, every process that gets assigned or every task should also have documentation um, as seen here in this location on Stereo Point, you know, so that you have a very specific um, set of guidelines when you are assigned a task that it also includes, you know, putting a, a the process guideline where where things are being filed. All right. Uh, well, Bonnie, this sounds like uh, you know you you've you've laid out some great ideas here for people to follow, and um, the name IT Amnesia, you know, people could feel like, oh, I don't know what that is. You just explained it very clearly. And again, I think as each of us has said, the, the ramifications for ignoring this or allowing it to continue and saying, hey, it's not my job, it's not my problem, or that, that you know, we'll work on another project and take care of that. Um, there's just no, I just don't think we have any of that slack left anymore these days. Things move so fast and everything has to be interconnected. Your point about the silos, being such a difficult thing here. I, I hope that everybody who's come to know you on this podcast over the last few years and Raven Intelligence will, you know, take heart and listen to this because uh, there's just, uh, it's going to be a very unforgiving business world when, you know, we're not going to be able to say, uh, hey, we're going to, it's going to take us 
two weeks, two months, you know, a quarter and a half to get this back on track because we uh, we got the project done, but we never sort of uh, tied it into our ongoing processes and operations. Uh, so I, I think this is really a valuable idea that you've you've raised today, and with some great um, proposals for how to overcome it. Yeah, and it's the type of thing that you know if you if you put it into the process and everybody sort of expects this at the end, it's not a limp to the finish line and then like, okay, I'm off to the next thing. It's just, it's part of, of what you're um, doing to make sure the project is closed out properly. Um, you know, so better to plan for it when you're in, you know, the, the early stages of your project, as opposed to getting to the finish line and saying, oh yeah, we, we should, we should actually do some of this stuff. Oops. Yeah. 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 Uh well, Bonnie, that sounds great. Um, hey, I want to say I hope that, uh, you know, this is the the first of uh, many great conversations I hope we'll have this year. I think we've been, you and I have been having these monthly conversations, I think it's close to four years now. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Well, I look forward to them every month, Bob. And uh, yeah, I look forward to to more good, good talks in, in 2024. Bonnie, same here. And could you please remind everybody where they can find more about the work that you and your company do? Absolutely. You can reach me, Bonnie, at ravenintel.com or go to our website, ravenintel.com and uh, read all our research. Perfect. Perfect. Well, Bonnie, thanks so much. Good seeing you. Happy 2024 to you. To you too. Folks, thanks to all of you for being with us here at Cloud Wars Live. We hope the new year is off to a great start for you, and it brings lots of uh, lots of great things for everybody. But beware of that IT amnesia. Barney's got some ideas for how to overcome it. We'll see you next time. 